your support of the work as we continue to make leaps and bounds to do the things that the Father has afforded us to do because you're free, liberal, giving. And thank God that you have a heart to give, heart to, to support the work of the ministry, support your leaders, and uh, take care of those responsibilities that we have each and every day. Just like you do, we have to operate on ongoing operation. Be blessed by giving and uh, walk in the favor of the Lord. Father, thank you this evening as we come and render our time to you. Uh, thank you for the uh, just a few information. Don't forget Sunday we need to register for our service. Enlighten me in my faith, help me to grow stronger in my faith practice. So Father, let it be less of us and more of you. None of us and all of you. Be glorified, be lifted up. Be highly lifted up. In Jesus' name, amen, amen. Well, thank you again. Somebody said, well, he came on a little earlier than he normally did. I just feel like coming in a little early so I can get in and uh, get this message going for you and I. Uh, the wife is with us. She's uh, on the sidelines, just ready to continue to encourage us in our faith. So thank you for joining us here at the Annette Studio where we say that the word is on and know that we love you. All our partners and uh, of the World Changes Ministry. We want to say personally thank you uh, for doing what you have done and helping us to do what we're doing. It is all by the grace of God. I'm going to ask you to be praying for uh, the uh, the Short family. Uh, they have been uh, unfortunate. Uh, contracted the uh, COVID-19. Um, uh, we just pray God will deliver them as he will. Uh, thank you, Lord, for Pastor uh, Mike. He has, he's up. Uh, just age, I guess, timeless of time. And uh, But he's uh, he's doing much better. You know, when you've been in the cave most of your life, things have to evolve. So I had to say that to you, Mike. But, uh, and I pray for the noble family. They're, they're back to, to norm. So let, let's continue to, truthfully, let's be mindful of this uh uh, on this relentless this uh, virus, it, like it has uh, just age, I guess, timeless of time. And uh, but he's uh, he's uh, just age, I guess, timeless of time. And uh, we ended our uh, teaching in reference to uh, dealing with forgiveness. And, and many of you had uh, sent me a message saying how much you appreciated the message from Sunday and how it enlightened you, how it blessed you. And I've been kind of in an upswing back and forth on what I'm going to teach this week and next week and the week before last week. And it all coincided together. And I want you to prepare yourself because it's one of those messages <clears throat> that requires you to not only hear, but to process what's going to be stated. Uh, to help you in this faith wall. We're talking about forgive and be forgiven. Yes. Forgive and be forgiven. Uh, our subtitle is the forgiveness meter is it working? Mm -hmm. And this is a very interesting uh, revelation the Holy Spirit gave me. Gave me an idea of a meter that goes from uh, nothing to, to the full power operation. If you got in your vehicle, if you ever saw a meter, uh, what it does, it, it reads the, the diagnosis, the, the, how much power, how much energy is being transmitted. 
So let's look at it in that way. When it comes down to your position and forgiving, where does your meter lies? Is it just at the beginning point? Or does it go to the middle? Or let's go to the, to the full capacity. And every person in life has a meter when it refers to how and how they forgive. Right. Now, remember, when you think about the word forgive, and I said it Sunday, if forgiveness does not mean it didn't happen. It doesn't mean that it never occurred. It, whatever happened, whatever had affected you or infected you in some form or another, it literally happened. Whether you was a participant of what you're all doing or it was done to you. And, and, and the reason I'm, I want to bring this to you and I, because if we're going to move forward in the things of God, we're going to have to literally operate in forgiveness. We're going to have to learn to really practice what we preach, what we tell others to do. Because if you tell others to do this and you're not doing it, it's like Paul said, how do I preach to others? Should I be a castaway myself? So I don't want to be one telling others what to do and I don't do it myself. It's, this is not a gospel, uh, do what I say and not do what I do. You know, we ought to be an example right. Right, one right. to the other because if your light shines, it shines. So forgiveness, again, is, is not this part where people think, because people made this statement, well, if you, ain't, if you don't forget, you ain't forgiven. Well, that, that's impossible. The only person that has the ability to forget in anything is God. And he doesn't forget. He said he, he said he put our things, our sins, and see a forgiveness. But then in Revelation, he says he gonna everything that we ever done gonna be we gotta give account of. Doesn't mean it was hasn't been forgiven. It's just like it's like in a memory a bank is there, but you're not gonna be held in damnation for it because it, it's under the blood. It's it's done in repentance. So we want to understand when you deal with forgiveness, it doesn't mean you you're supposed to forget what happened. Is that you're in a position that you allow what have happened to be what have happened. It doesn't mean it has to reside in your life. It doesn't have to be a continuation in history in your life. It's just um, ongoing. It should be history, but it should not be an ongoing uh, uh, segment in your life. The word forgive is defined in two interesting uh, meanings. Uh, uh, out of the book of a Webster, the dictionary, it says forgive. It's to pardon. It's to give up resentment against, against or stop wanting to punish someone for their offense or fault. It's to pardon. It is to uh, relent in, the, in being angry or in wishing to exact punishment for an offense or fault. So they both go, coincide. And most time when it comes to forgiveness, it, that's the part that we sometimes don't know how to manage. We don't master it. Because if you got this mindset, you want people to pay for what they did to you, then you're not walking in forgiveness. If you want exact what happened to you to them, it doesn't, it doesn't, that doesn't promote forgiveness. Right. Now, even though things happen to people, sometimes barbaric, God knows it is. But Jesus went to Calvary to forgive all sin. Mm -hmm. And the only thing that's that's not forgettable or forgetful is blaspheme against the Holy Spirit. All sin is forgiven yeah, yeah. if it's been repented of. So it's not so much you have to get repentance from them, but have forgiveness in you for them. Right. Someone may say easier said than done. But imagine if God did not operate in the forgiveness meter. Right. If he had everything you ever done, when you did it, calculate when you was going to do it, and he had you at hostage to that, none of us could be saved. 
It's by the grace of God that we have salvation. It's under the blood of Jesus Christ that we are redeemed by the power of God. Why? Because redemption comes through forgiveness. You, you remember the, the, the story about Jesus and the two others on the cross with him, the two thieves, the one on the left, one on the right. One on the left, he, he, he had this resentment. He didn't want to repent. The one on the right said, Lord, when you go in your, in your uh, uh, paradise, remember me? Mm-hmm. And Jesus said, this day four, you should be me in paradise. Or when you go in your kingdom. So Jesus said, you will be me this day in paradise. I mean, he, he, he repented of his sin mm-hmm. and it was forgiven. Right. That would be those would be on the left of the things of God, meaning they won't repent. And there'll be those on the right side of this thing that will repent because they know repentance is the only way to salvation. Yeah. In the book of Matthew, chapter 6, verse 14, 15, all our scriptures are going to come out of the Amplified Version. I, I did a research. The word forgiven or forgiveness is mentioned 95, is reference of, of 95 times in the scriptures. From Genesis all the way, I think, to John. Mm-hmm. Now, that's 95 reference, meaning the scriptures that relates to forgiving, forgiveness. But there's hundreds of, of the word itself in the scriptures. But there are specific scriptures where you see the word forgive once or twice. Right. And, and think about it. If 95 times that the scripture reference to forgive, that means it's important to God. Right. If it wasn't, it, wasn't, it wouldn't be listed. Yeah. But what we have to understand is whatever is listed in the book, you can't fight that. You have to accept what the word says. See, there's more to the things of God than you get a new house, new car, wife, a job, and stuff like that. The, the real ideal of the salvation is having the ability to forgive people. Yeah. It's being able to let, let people go. In other words, don't be resentful. Don't have the desire to, for them to fall and, and falter. Because if you rejoice over one man's calamity, the Bible said, let God turn it back to you. So once we give something up, you give it up. Yeah. And you don't give it up visiting it. You don't give it up having a visitation to it, having visitation rights to it. Once you give up this situation, you let it go and it's done. Now, it doesn't mean you don't feel the sting or the pain of it. But remember, forgiveness is not that it didn't happen, but it's no longer happening. Mm-hmm. Matthew chapter 6, verse 14 and verse 15. It says, for if you forgive others their trespasses, their reckless and winful sin, willful sins, your heavenly Father will also forgive you. Then your Father would not forgive your trespasses. Yeah, yeah. I, I like an advised verse says that. Mm-hmm. But if you do not forgive others, nurturing your hurt and anger with the result that it interferes with your relationship with God. Do you not understand? That when we don't forgive, it interferes with our relationship with God. Come on now, Father. It, it hinders our communication with the Father. It delays our progress with Him. In other words, He said, I went to Calvary. What are you doing? Yeah. I, I, I've given the ultimate sacrifice for all what you've done, also for them. Right. Now, even though in your own personal hurt, you have a, we have a tendency to marinate that. Right. And it's amazing. We forgive what we want to forgive, then that's something we don't want to forgive. But at the end of the day, if you don't forgive, then you won't be forgiven. So he says, but if you do not forgive others, nurture your hurt and anger. Because sometimes people nurture their hurt. Yeah. They, they, give it a, 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 they give it a help penicillin. I mean, the penicillin to make it continue to be that way. Not to cure it. You know, they didn't want to keep it. You know, just let this stay. I, I want folks to feel my pain, feel my anger, feel my hurt. 
But the truth of the matter is, God says he would that we all, in other words, relinquish this pain or anger we have by placing it at his feet. Yeah. The place at his feet is saying, Lord, what I'm going through, what I'm experiencing, what I'm feeling, I'm placing at your feet because I can't handle it. Yeah. This is more than I can deal with. This, you, you said anyway, you would not give me, you would not put on me more than I'm able to bear. So this is not that I can't uh, go through it, but he says, but he said, Lord, I, I, I'm giving it to you. Otherwise, when you give it to him, you place it at his feet and say, Lord, I, I, I leave it here. Yeah. But you don't leave it if you go around the block to come back to visit it. Mm. That's it. He didn't want to keep it. You know, just this, let this stay here. I, I want folks to feel my pain. Go. So he says, he said, in other words, but if you're not feeling for others of their willfulness, they're willing what they've done. Or the, it may not have been done directly to you. But he said, but if you're not willing to forgive them for what they've done, how can you expect God to forgive you for what you do? Because we all do things That's that goes it, against sir. the things of God. That's it, sir. So we ask God for forgiveness for sin based on what we've done in the earth. As his children, so the person that has offended you, whether it be word or in, or in deed, he says, you got to forgive that. But the reason we don't forgive that is because we could stir up the issue with anger. Or they have not paid enough for the price. They haven't paid the price for it. So they're getting off. So now they, 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 they did what they did to me, and God ain't, he ain't got them yet. But how many times should God have gotten you, and he hasn't gotten you? Just as you have reaped your harvest, they will reap their harvest. But you're not to sit back and wait for their harvest to be weak. You're supposed to be in the position to move forward. Yeah. You, cannot, you cannot harvest old crop that's already been gone. Either you start fresh and anew, or you live with the part that didn't grow. Yeah. Or you learn something. Yeah. Matthew, I mean Mark chapter 11, verse 25 through verse 26. Mark 11. 25 to verse 26. And that's seen this outline at the end of the teaching. So meantime, get your Bible and follow me. Mark chapter 11, verse 25 and verse 26. Amplified version again. And this is Jesus talking. He said, whenever you stand praying, if you have anything against anyone, forgive him, drop the issue, let it go, so that your Father who is in heaven will also forgive you your transgression and wrongdoings against him and others. Right. But if you do not forgive, neither will your Father in heaven forgive your transgression. I like the part when he says, forgive, and he says, drop the issue. Drop. You know, we say drop the mic. Mm. Yeah. Meaning you're making a statement. And that's what we say. But then you need to drop the issue Come on. with the situation that have happened to you. Now, there are degrees of things that happen. But no matter what the degree that has happened, that still is that underlying grace. A mercy that God said we're supposed to give. But prophet, what if they, they, they violated me to a place where it was unprecedented? Or what, what happened to the young, lady and I, and young, young child in our city? No, what, what, see, that's something God will resolve. What we're required to do is whatever happened to us is to forgive. I can't forgive someone for someone else's sin. I can forgive them for what they, only can forgive them for what they do to me. And whatever they have done to me, I'm required to forgive. Now, that, again, it doesn't mean forget it. It doesn't mean let's go back and let's go on a cruise. You know, let's go to dinner. 
You know, that may not be good because I, I may shank them under the table. So I can't go to dinner with them. So the best I can do is, is, is see it for what it is and drop it. Some of us, we having a hard time dropping old matters. Yeah. Things have happened a long time ago. Things that, that's been said about you. Things that people yeah. prosecute you about. Yeah, I, I don't understand how yeah. we can be so caught up when someone prosecutes us that we got to get caught up. No, forgive the persecution. Because the believer, they're going to prosecute you. Yes, yeah. But the thing interesting I learned about the prosecution or the persecution, it ain't coming from those sinners. <laughs> it comes from the Pharisees and Sadducees and scribes in the church. Because most people who are not in the church ain't studying you that way. Mm. But what we do is we major too much in the minor. Mm -hmm. That now we're distracted from the principles of forgiving. Mm. Forgiving requires you to forgive. Mm. Good. So he says clearly, but if you if you do not forgive, if you do not forgive, he said, neither will your father in heaven forgive you your transgression. What person is worth me not in the eternity with the Father? No. What, what, what degree of whatever has been done to me that I can't drop it for the sake of my soul? Some people say, I'm going to take it to my grave. And then Zechariah went to the grave with him and they did not make it in. All because they wouldn't drop it. The charges are true. He will do the charges. All you got to do is get out of the way. So Jesus is giving us a forecast for one. He said, if you don't forgive others, then you won't be forgiven. As, right, as you sit on your, on your knees, you, you, you bow to, your, to the Father and pray. He said, Lord, forgive me for my sin. This day. He said, okay, I hear you, but I can't forgive you until you forgive them. And forgive them doesn't mean you got to go to directly to them always. Just forgive in your heart. Because some people, you can't go to forgive because they're not longer here. They may not be accessible, but it's a forgiveness when you release the situation by placing it in God's hand. Yeah. So some people think, well, how can you forgive somebody you never asked, you never want the person to be to be forgiven or to ask for forgiveness or to, to forgive them? Well, if they if they died and you still got that injury, well, that injury is a result of what happened. But at this point, you just gotta learn to, you have to turn over to God and let God handle the matter. Because once you forgive, it's forgiven. Not a popular message. Not a popular yeah, message. Romans chapter 12, verse 17 to verse 21. Romans 12, verse 17 to verse 21. Amplified version again. So Paul, so Paul said, he said, never repay anyone evil for evil. Take thought for what is right and gracious and proper in the sight of everyone. If possible, as, as far as it depends on you, live at peace with what? Everyone. Yeah. Beloved, never avenge yourself, but leave the way open for God's wrath and his ju judicial righteousness. For it is written in scripture, vengeance is mine, I will repay. He said, I will repay. Vengeance belongs to God, not to you. He's the judge. He's the lawyer. He's the lawmaker. He said, he said, vengeance is mine. I will. Other words, he said, they're not going to escape from, from the judgment. Right. He said, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to give just due. He said, but it may not be what you want. It may not be what you want them to go to hell. It may not be yeah. that right. because I didn't want you to go to hell. So if I don't want you to go to hell, then I don't want them to go to hell. Because sometimes they, they go to hell and I feel vindicated. It's no vindication when people go to hell. Uh -uh. That's, that's eternal damnation. 
And whether we understand this or not, there are people who've already made a decision of not going for eternity with the Father because they wouldn't forgive. They would not release the, 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 the forgiveness. This is a vengeance of mine. I will. I mean, I, God, saw the situation. I will bring vengeance. Yeah. I, will, I, I will vindicate you from this. I will repay, says the Lord. I will. He said, I will. It's, a, it's, it's agreement. He said, I understand your hurt. I understand the pain. He said, but you know what? Because you give it to me, I'm going to take care of this matter. Mm -hmm. And sometimes we hinder God's hand from dealing with the person because we stay in the way with unforgiveness. Mm -hmm. yeah. God get them. It's not that God gonna get them at your stand at your standards. Right. He 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 vengeance to them for the grace of salvation. Yeah. His vision is to draw them to him through repentance. The Bible says, "By loving kindness will I draw them." Yeah, yeah, yeah. Look at verse twenty. <clears throat> but if you but if your enemy is hungry, feed him. If he is thirsty, give him a drink. Now let's not go to fall on the drink. We're not talking about again. People drunk, I get them, you know, right. wind up. He says, give them a drink to me, hopefully water. For by doing this, you will heat burning coals on his head. Let me have some water, please. Yeah. <clears throat> You're not COVID, it's just, just a call, just a dry right. call. Okay, you have to give an explanation these days. Anyway, <laughs> you know, um, I'm good, mother. I'm good. But it, let me read verse 20 again. He said, but if your enemy is hungry, feed him. If he is thirsty, give him a drink. And by doing this, you will heap burning coals on his head. Muscle said, uh, in King James verse, said, coals of fire. Mm -hmm. Do not be overcome and conquered by evil, but he said, but if your enemy is hungry, feed him. Now that don't mean take him to your house. Have, have a smile. Yeah. Be willing to do for that person to show the love of Christ that by your loving kindness of them, it'll win them to Christ. Because right. one thing about people who may have done you wrong, who have done you wrong, if you go above the lullaby mentality with them, that will captivate them and say to themselves, all that I did to him or her, they still show kindness toward me. What did Jesus do? Everything they did to him before he went to the cross, even on the cross, he said, Father, forgive them. Stephen, when he was stoned uh, by, by, by the religion, he said, Father, forgive them. You know, it doesn't take much to say, ask God to forgive them. Because when God forgives them, that means you've given God the ability, you've given God your will that they be forgiven. Mm -hmm. Doesn't mean that there won't be vindication, there will be judgment, there will be vengeance, but it will be the way God executes the vengeance. Remember, if God's vengeance was based on the way people wanted to be done, we all would be annihilated here. Because yeah. every time somebody get mad, they say, I get them. God is constantly working 24-7. And no one will be ever satisfied. But by doing this, you will heat burn the coals on their head. You, you will cause that person, you will cause those individuals to see you differently. Therefore, if any man being Christ, he is a new creature. Old things what pass with all to becoming. Yes, you can forgive people in the new Christ. In Christ, the newness in Christ gives you the ability to forgive people. The question is, are you willing? Where does your meter stand when it comes to forgiving others? Yeah. The same standard that you want God to forgive you on the movement of the meter, then God said you got to do likewise for other people. Because just like I did it for you, I want to do it for them. 
Just like I love you, I love them. Just like you was rebellious, I love you. Just like they're rebellious, I love them. Whatever you have been in this world, God says, I love you still. Yes. And all you got to do is what I've done for you. In other words, pay it forward. Yeah, yeah you wronged me. Yes, you used me. You took advantage of me. Yes, you didn't pay my money back. That's fine. But at the end of the day, I'm going to forgive you of what not, you have not done. Right. Now, that don't mean you got to forgive the debt that they don't have to pay it. But if they don't pay you, it ain't worth holding hostage to it. Listen, money's be made. You know, we all make bad investment. <laughs> we all have lost money. But you lost on your own. You, you ain't trying to go find it. You already know it's already gone. So when someone don't pay you back because of their, 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 their foolishness, God says still forgive them. And then say go give them another loan. That's right. That, 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 that's not the kind of um, heap of coals of fire he said. No, because they didn't pay you back last week. They ain't going to pay back this week. But if you if it's giving them going to cause you to have an issue, they don't give in the beginning. Right. So there won't be nothing to be forgiven. That's right. But I love he said in verse 1, do not be overcome and conquer by evil. Unforgiveness is evil. Unforgiveness is evil. Mm -hmm. It separates you from God. Anything that separates you from God is evil. Yeah. Anything that keeps you from being in the rightful place with God is evil. So if if if, if not if not for I'm not required to invite them over from my home. I'm not required to buy them a ticket to the movie. I just gotta release them from the debt that they can't pay. Right. Because if I have this thought in my mind, I want vengeance. I want them to suffer. I want them to pay for it. Then all I'm doing is keeping myself from being yeah. in good fellowship with the Father. I can't hear clarity through the Father, from the Father, if I got unforgiveness going on in my life. Mm -hmm. That's it. Ephesians chapter 4, verse 31 and 32. Look at the scripture here. It says, this is King James Version. He said, let all bitterness and wrath and anger, clamor and evil speaking be put away from you with all malice, which means the intention to do evil. Right. Because sometimes when People heard us. Our second movement is to do evil to them. That's right. We want them to feel our pain. We want them to be injured like they injured us. Right. We want them to suffer like we feel like we suffered. But he said, with all men, with the intent of you. In other words, don't even consider it. Don't even calculate getting evil. Don't even. And be you kind one to the other, tenderhearted, forgive one another, even as God, for Christ's sake, have forgiven you. So it's a two-part here. He says, let all bitterness and wrath and anger and clamor, clamor which loud speaking, talking loud, talk folks out, 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 out off the mountain, and evil speaking be put away with you from all mouth. In other words, don't even go through the process of doing these things. Bitterness is a result of unforgiveness. Wrath is a result of unforgiveness. Anger is a result of unforgiveness. Yeah. Loud talking is a result of unforgiveness. Evil speaking is a result of unforgiveness. When a person speaks evil about somebody in a negative way, they have unforgiveness going on. Because if you have forgiveness, you won't even talk about that person that way. It is a, a done deal. It's a, it's a closed chapter of your life. But if you still talk about things that happened five years ago, 10 years ago, 20 years ago, you are operating unforgiveness. Right. And you are being hindered by your own doing. Your delay is you. Because God, God, all he requires you to do is forgive. Right. Meaning let it go. Drop the mic. Drop the situation. Yeah. But we don't drop it because it's too easy to drop it. Mm -hmm. If I drop it, I mean it can't be dealt with. Well, you're not supposed to deal with it. 
He said, vengeance is the Lord. He will repay. So if it belongs to my daddy, yeah, yeah, and my yeah. daddy's a good contender, fighter, I don't have to fight. Yeah. I just let him do what he got to do. But if I'm sitting back waiting for God to get people for me, for what they've done to me, and I forgot what I've done to others. You teaching that. Because everybody have talked about what I've done, don't mean I didn't do it. And sometimes we think because it has not been made publicly known that you haven't done wrong. If you've done wrong, you've done wrong. Whatever wrong you've done in life that God's forgiven, based on you requesting God to forgive you, he said do likewise for the person that you know Jeez. who have wronged you. Mm -hmm. If you give him a glass of water, don't spit in it. Come on, son. If you're going to do kindness towards someone, do it from the heart. Unforgiveness, you gotta forgive. You know, the thing about it, when you don't forgive, it's, it's torture. Yeah, it is. You be in church, avoid it to speak to people. Come on. You walk right by and they speak, you ain't speak back. That's it. You trying to find a way like you stuck in the corner. It's just four walls in the building. That's it. Instead of just making things right Come on, sir. and releasing the situation, we make it more real, more complicated. And then you think about the fight, the argument that you got with a person, it really ain't mounted that level. Yeah. And then you let folks get in your ear and talk you up even more. Mm. And all you have to do is forgive. Come on, son. Man, if I give, they think I'm a, they think I'm weak. Well, you are weak if you don't forgive. Teach. Teach, sir. A real man or woman of God is able to release the situation. Yeah. Because they remember if he didn't forgive them, then they can't be forgiven. You know, the, the greatest thing ever happened to man is that Jesus went to the cross not just for, for the believers. He went to the cross for everybody. That's it. Who's come, let him come. Mm -hmm. In other if you make, at this point, you decide you're going to turn this thing around, you truthfully make a repentance, God will forgive you. Mm -hmm. But you can't ask God forgiven that, that you forgiven and you won't forget about those that are behind you to be forgiven. Right. Mm -hmm. We are a, 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 a leader to those, to direction, to the things of God. Right. So if we don't release people from the things that they've done wrong to us, whether it be siblings, whether it be cousins, whether it be uh, uh, past friends, whether it be people on your job, these individuals are not worth your soul's salvation. The lack of progress could be just because we won't follow the simple instruction to forgive. Yeah. Yeah. The problem you don't understand, well, I may not do it, but Jesus does. He does. And he's telling you to forgive the situation, release the situation and move on. Mm -hmm. If you don't, it ain't changing. It's only when you start making a move to release it yeah. that it's forgiven. Let's talk about the forgiveness meter. What it does. It is the spiritual sign of maturity. When you forgive people, it's a sign of spiritual maturity. Yeah. Not flesh maturity. God knows you don't want to grow in this flesh. But spiritual maturity means I can see this person. I can see that situation. I can even even talk about the situation and it doesn't cause me to feel angry anymore. As long as you're angry, as long as you're injured, hurt by that situation, you're not making progress. You're not moving on. You're not growing up. You're not maturing. As long as you hold on to the situation that happened a while ago, you're not maturing. You're still a babe in Christ. And you're still risking eternity. Number two, it opens up opportunities for God's favor and blessing. Mm -hmm. When you forgive. When that meter moves that way, you move from where you used to be to right here, and all of a sudden the blessings start falling towards you. Why? You're making progress. 
If you're still here, you wonder why you're not being blessed. Why? Because your meat of forgiveness is not inoperable. It's stuck in mechanical dysfunction. And only it is because of the heart. Your heart won't allow you to forgive. That's right. That's your choice. That's right. The opportunity of God's grace and favor always fall upon those who have a heart to forgive. Number three, yeah. it is for the individual who needs to give it. See, my forgiveness, the forgiveness that is given is not so much for them, it's for me. That's right. Because they may have already repented of that and I'm still holding on to it. They've already made an object they've done wrong. But because I'm so blind with my, my, my injury, I'm so blind with how I feel that I can't even see that person made it right with that situation. But because we don't turn it to God, we find ourselves being angry with people and wonder why things are going with the earth. Yeah, yeah. Remember, it's not so much for them. It is for them, but it's more for you. Because mm -hmm. when you forgive people and you can walk by them and not be affected by them, not be bothered by them, you are making progress. Number four, it demonstrates what Christ accomplished on the cross mm -hmm. when that meter moves this way. Come on, sir. It reminds humanity that Jesus went to the cross that all could be saved. But the salvation is through repentance. It's through forgiving a person. You know, you realize, and a lot of people don't realize, that even God forgave Adam and Eve in the garden. Now he forgave them. He demonstrated by giving them clothes yeah, to their yeah, naked yeah. body. See, when someone disappointed you and you still good, do good about them, that's forgiveness. So if God can give clothes to one person, two people who disobeyed him, how much more should we do likewise in the image of God? Come on, sir. Teaching good. So it demonstrates what Christ did. People say, how did you able to do that? Because of the cross. Mm -hmm. How are you able to forgive them? Because of the cross. How are you able to let it go? Because of the cross. In other words, I reference back to the cross. Yeah. On Calvary, that was for me, even though I wasn't there, it was for me. Yeah. And because it was for me, it's for them and him and her. Yes. All I got to do is hide behind the cross, that rugged yes, cross. Yes, Lord. So people see my meter going toward the righteousness of God because I, I remember the cross. I remember what he did for me. Number, number, number six, number five. It gives clemency to the offender. Now remember, it gives you liberation. Right. It shows your growth. And development, and it gives them clemency. In other words, it releases them from the debt of the thing that they done towards you. Raises steals the Lord, but you and that person situation is resolved. Mm -hmm. Meaning, God says you you you're clear now because you done what you're supposed to do. Even say that person doesn't want to want to do the right thing, you still giving them clemency. Mm -hmm. Otherwise, you're not holding them hostage to what they did. Number six, it's liberating. Mm. When the Son of God said free, it's free indeed. You're free when you forgive people. You're free when you can let what a person done to you be as though it never happened. It happened, but as though in your case, it's like it never happened. Why? You moved on. How can you be mad at old ex-girlfriend you married? I mean, you, you don't got the love of your life and you still mad at Laquita <laughs> or Susie. The point I'm trying to make is when you are liberated because you're forgiven, you don't put what Susie did on Crystal. 
If you put Crystal in the same category of Susie, it because you holding Susie to dear heart. And Crystal can't be loved. And you put Crystal in the same predicament that, that Susie in, and Crystal didn't do it to you. But when you liberate it, you don't put you don't put Crystal in the same category as Susie. Susan what she was, she did what she did. But Crystal is the is the girl for you. Yeah. But you can't enjoy Crystal because you keep looking at Susan. How you looking at Susie? Every time Crystal do something similar. See, I remember this. I've been through this before. <laughs> I seen this spirit. <laughs> Are you serious? No, I mean, you know, I mean she she got handled, she twisted that way because Susan did A lot of relationships do not make great progress because we hold the new people or the new person in bondage of what they did. Mm. But meantime, you say, Lord, send me somebody. He brings someone to you who loves you what you're supposed to be loved, and all you can think about is what Susan and Willie did. Yeah, or Pookie, or Pee Wee. And because you are holding them close to you in emotion, Come on, this person now has to go through the emotion. Mm. And now this situation is equal to that situation because that situation has been brought to the new situation. You teach it. God will send the right person to you. <laughs> and the reason you probably ain't got the right person because you keep messing everybody up because you still hold them to that person. For what they did. Mm -hmm. That's good right there. All they good. All relationships have the potential of being better. What Susie did, I don't like you going around to the Susie girl. <laughs> Whatever Susie did, <laughs> maybe Susie wasn't, wasn't supposed to be with you. <laughs> and now that Susie was somebody, let Susie have, let them have Susie. Yeah. And be happy for Susie that, that you don't have Susie. Yeah. Now, I told you I many times. I remember some, some. Um, People I, I, I've known in, in, in years ago, and um, I'm glad it didn't work out. Glory to God, number seven. <laughs> let, let me put it, make it simple. It, it's like, say, you, you dated this person years ago, and, uh, and they were everything you can imagine. And then 20 years down the road, history just shows a real world. And what you got now, what they are now compared to what they did, you glad that you didn't have them now, but you glad you got stuck back then. All right, number seven. <laughs> yeah. It puts you back in control of your life. When you forgive mm -hmm. and been forgiven, it puts you back in the control seat. Yeah. Now you determine how you're going to function. Now you determine how you wake up with peace of mind. Now you, you're in control of how, how you go through daily life and processing. You determine. You're in control. But when someone has you in a position where you're not forgiven, you are no longer in control. You've lost your... St and being free with Christ. A situation when Christ sets you free. Yeah. Historically, all things happen to to, to black people, to Jews, to uh, uh, people of color in general. But we live in what was done and not thank God for where we are, then we can't go farther. Mm -hmm. See, I understand reminisce over history, but history don't have to always be a remembrance of unforgiveness. Yeah. 
The greatest gift and the greatest defeat to the enemy is when you forgive those who wrong you. By loving kindness, will I draw them? For God so loved the world that he gave his only begotten son. And being free with Christ. He loved you when you was in your error. He loved them while they're in the error. And then if God can love you and accept you, he can love and accept them. Yeah. Yep, surely. He don't let you make the determination who can forgive it. He just gives you the authority and the power to forgive. That's right. Well, I can't forgive that. Well, then you don't have control. But when you forgive, you're in, in the control seat. The only way you don't have control is that you let that control you. It may not be the person. It could be the situation that happened. Sometimes it's a bad misunderstanding. Mm -hmm. And we're too prideful to go back and make it Jeez, right. Sir. All we got to do is go to that person. Listen, uh, you know, last week, you, I, I thought you said such such. Right. You know, or did you say such such? If they said it and said it, it should be under the blood. Mm -hmm. How is it as believers, we can harbor offense with each other mm -hmm. and expect God to just fill our hand with the blessing. And God said, I want the brothers and sisters to get along. No, and they're like two parents trying to keep the, the children in order. That's right. Because children will have their differences. Right. You know, it's old saying mouth and teeth will fall out, but they come back together. Teeth yeah. and tongue will fall out. You know, you're a bitch of tongue. You learn to renew that tongue. That's how it works. Same thing in life. When people offend you, yeah. do Bible. Do Bible. And when we don't forgive people, it's because we won't do Bible. You want God to deliver you? Do Bible. You want your body to be healed? Get an eternity with the Father? Do Bible. Because there's no Bible on this planet Earth is worth your soul salvation. Choose this day whom you will serve. Yes, sir. The devil always, he always want to keep you on this side of unforgiving and knowing that that is the very thing that requires for salvation. Forgive today. Because you never know the person that you forgive may be the very person down the road be the one that do greater back by you than they did then. Yes. And most times when people do wrong, they don't know God. And then when church folk do wrong, they have a Because you never know the person that you forgive may be the very person down the road be the one practice forgiving. Then are you forgiven. I can't make you repent. But what I can do, I can make sure I stay clean. I stay clear. I stay with an open heart. I stay with a clear mind. I can look beyond the fault and see the need of that person. Yes. If God did it for you, he did it for me, he can do it for them. So, Father, I pray that the person that's been offended, has been injured in some form or another, can look back over their life and realize that that meter of forgiveness that should have been gone further to the right of righteousness has been delayed because of the hardness of the heart. Because of sign of immaturity. Yes, Lord. Sometimes but Lord, you know what? Great is he that's in us and he that's in the world. And I believe that if we lay it at your feet, we need to leave it there. Whatever has been done to us that has been painful, give us the Desire to forgive. 
And not to be remain angry, not to remain with vengeance in our heart, uh, malice, with the intention to do evil to someone, but to really let it go and be delivered. Not just save, but save and deliver. Yes, Lord. Having the mind of Christ, that when you're on Calvary, you say, Father, forgive them, for they know not what to do. When people do us wrong, Father, forgive them, for they know not what to do. If they knew what they was doing, yes, Lord. they wouldn't have done it. We give you praise and glory in Jesus' name. Jesus name. Amen. Amen. So listen, maybe, maybe you, you, you're stuck between a rock and a hard place. Where your heart has been broken. You, you've been hurt relative to a marriage or uh, just a relationship or just a family member or a friend of the past. You know, the greatest hurt I think Christ experienced was when he was betrayed by Judas. And he put the warning, he says... You know, Judas, basically what he's saying, he said, uh, warned to him that betrayed the Son of Man. Oh, it would have been better that, you know, that, that, that he uh, never, been. never been born. That's, that's, that's the one thing that was very disappointing and painful to Christ. He didn't say he didn't forgive him. Because if Judas would have repented, he could have been forgiven. And somebody else got a Judas heart. Instead of repenting, We'll run far away, hang ourselves. Ooh, that's good. Instead of coming and making it right. He loves you so much, they said, just come and make it right. Make it right. What I done for you, I do for them. <laughs> he didn't say Judas can go to eternity. He didn't say he can go to hell. He just said it'd been better that he had not been born. But if Judas just made it right. If you and I would just make it right, if we just make it right, it'll be right with us. Will you make it right this evening? Will you turn the time of prophets easy to say they don't know it's not because we all face it every day of our life. Somebody cut you off on the road, you gotta learn to forgive. If not, today road rage doesn't pay the chase for these days. The best thing you and I can do is forgive. I say, Lord, they don't know what they're doing. <laughs> so may God bless you, may God speak to your heart. As a member of our ministry, as a partner in the faith with world change, or just a one that's following this 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 uh, this live stream, if your heart is in a place where you're struggling to forgive, give us a call at 706-562-8070. Someone is standing by this phone just to talk to you, encourage you to turn this thing around. No matter what has happened, no matter what where you've been to, God can forgive you. If you want to be forgiven. And God will forgive them. If you forgive them. They're going to be forgiven. Whether you forgive them or not. If they repent of it. So may God bless you. May you be encouraged. Worship, we look forward to seeing you Sunday. Don't forget to do your RSVP. Don't forget to do your financial giving to the ministry this afternoon. If you haven't done already. Until then, may God bless you. Remember, this is the place that we say the word is on. And we love you. Let's forgive. Because we've been forgiven.